this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 108, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! It's almost the end of August. Kids are going back to school around here. Kids are going to college. It's wild. I don't think we went to school until Labor Day, the day, like, the Monday after Labor Day, I mean, or the Tuesday after Labor Day, like, always, 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 and now kids go to school, like, in the middle of August, uh, I have cats, so they don't have to go to school, because, um, they have bad attitudes, and they're not welcome there, so, but I just noticed, like, there's buses again already, which is so strange, it's still, like, it's 90 degrees out today, I don't know how that works, but I am now going to talk about books, after I tell you about today's sponsor. This episode of All the Backlist is sponsored by the Flash Gordon audiobook series from Paperback Classics, a new imprint that brings the best vintage pulp paperbacks to audio. So those pulp paperbacks that you thought everyone else forgot, they love them too. And Paperback Classics is bringing them to audiobooks for the first time ever. The first series that they're releasing is Dark Shadows by the prolific gothic romance author Marilyn Ross. Like Dark Shadows as in that you know, cult classic 1960s gothic soap opera about vampires. Have we talked about this before? Um, When I was little, they did reruns of that. And then in, like, the late 80s, early 90s, they did a a remake, which I think only lasted, like, a season with Ben Cross and Joanna Going from Another World. Can you see how old I am? Um, And in the original, it was, like, a vampire named Barnabas Collins, and Maggie Evans from the original TV series is going to be narrating all 32 of the Dark Shadows uh, books, which is awesome. Uh, Catherine Leigh Scott was her name, is or is her name, I should say. And, and then, coming in September, they are doing the original Flash Gordon novels, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so if you love Flash Gordon, if you love gothic vampire romance novels... Uh, You should definitely check these out. And then later on, it will be followed by an Otis Aldebert Klein collection and some great pulp Gothic romance. I can't even say it. I don't actually know who Otis Aldebert Klein is. I'm definitely going to have to look them up uh, when I get done recording here. But it all sounds like so much fun. So you can go to paperbackclassics.com and check it out. You can also sign up for a newsletter to get a heads up when new stuff drops. Uh, and we thank Paperback Classics for bringing the best vintage pulp paperbacks to audio. So, I didn't have much of a theme today, um, but I was looking over this week's new releases, and Brandy Colbert has a new book out called The Revolution of Bertie Randolph, and so I thought I would mention a few books that have animals in the title, especially since Brandy Colbert's last book, last book? No, two books ago, I think now, uh, also had an animal in the title. It is Little and Lion. It's a young adult novel. It's so fantastic. It's about a teen named Suzette. She is at a New England boarding school, but she flies home to Los Angeles. Uh, and she, when she's there, she's like, I don't want to go back to school. You know, her friends are in Los Angeles. Her stepbrother is in Los Angeles. 
Uh, he has just been recently diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and she wants to be there to support him. And so she's having, like, a hard time, you know, talking herself into going back. But also, uh, it turns out that Lionel and Suzette are falling in love with the same girl. Um, it's just this tremendous and warm book that approaches uh, sexuality, diversity, race, religion, mental illness, all in the right ways. Uh, there are many characters of many races, many sexualities are represented, and she just, it's perfect. Like, it's just a wonderful book. Um, I'm kind of surprised it didn't win awards, because I just thought it was fantastic. So again, it is Little and Lion by Brandy Colbert. My next pick, I think I mentioned once before on the show, uh, is Ella Minnow P by Mark Dunn. I'm kind of stretching it there, but minnows are creatures! Uh, I love this book so much. I think everyone who reads it loves this book so much. And I just wish that, like, I wish that I could read something else like it uh, instead. But, I mean, you can just read this one over and over, which I do. This is, along with, like, 84 Charing Cross Road is my go-to happy book. Like, when people are like, I just want to read something fun, I give them LMNOP. So it's an epistolary. It's about a young woman named LMNOP. And she lives on a fictional island of Nollop off the coast of South Carolina, which is named for Nevin Nollop, the man who invented the sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, the shortest sentence to use every letter of the alphabet once, at least. And so she lives on Nollop, and she's writing letters to let people know what is going on, um, because a letter, like an actual letter of the alphabet, falls off a sign... Or off the statue, I think, of Nevin Nollop, and hits somebody. And so they're like, "Whoa, these are these are dangerous. This this is a dangerous letter." Which I think it's the letter N, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. I can't remember right now. But it falls off the sign, almost hurts somebody. So they're like, from now on, the town council decides that no one can use the letter N anymore, like in in conversation, uh, in letters. So as LMNOP is writing her letters in this book this letter, the letter N disappears from her text. And so you can see where this is going. Then, like, more people are like, well, this letter needs to go, and this letter needs to go. And as the book goes on, the town council keeps banning more letters of the alphabet. So as the text of the book goes on, those letters become, like, they disappear from, from her letters. And so now she has to be, like, very clever in how she's trying to get her message across. Um, it's kind of like... You know, this book is 15 years old, I think. It's kind of like text messaging abbreviations now. Um, you know, there's, like, missing vowels and missing things. Um, and so the only way they can fix it is to come up with a shorter sentence that uses every letter of the alphabet at least once. Uh, or, you know, they're just stuck like this forever. But if they can figure it out, order will be restored. It's an epic, epic, epic nerd purr. I mean, you heard me talk about it. It's so much fun! Um, so that is Ella P by Mark Dunn. My next pick is The Bees by Lillian Paul. I feel like I had talked about this before, but I don't think I did. I think it came out right before we started all the books. Um, this is like a soap opera, or more like a space opera, uh, with bees. It's actually set inside a beehive. All the characters are bees. And it's about Flora717. She is a sanitation worker in the hive. She's a worker bee. Um, and it's like through her life, uh, you see, or through her eyes, I should say, you see what is going on inside the hive. Basically, everyone just exists to appease the queen. There, you know, there's worker bees, there's a nursery, um, there's the drones. It's so interesting the way she sets this up. 
And Flora717 gets in trouble because she kind of questions the structure of the hive, like why they do what they do. Um, and she gets in trouble with the elders who are, who are like, you know, how dare you? Uh, it's it's really awesome. Uh, it's I learned so much about bees, like actual information about bees that I did not realize, like about how they can time their flights. Like they can only go so far before they get tired and then they can't fly back. And like if you find a bee, um, you, if you give it a little sugar water, it should like revive it if it's on the ground. Like all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so that is The Bees by Laleen Paul. My next pick is Sometimes the Wolf by Urban Waite. This is a thriller set in the Pacific Northwest. It's about a young sheriff, deputy sheriff, named Bobby Drake. Um, He's in Washington. He's worked really hard in his career. He's had kind of a tough life. Um, And so now he is on edge because he's going to have to look after a new parolee. There is a criminal being released from jail, and that criminal happens to be his father. His father was sheriff in the town where Bobby lives for many years, uh, and then Bobby's mother died, and his father tried to hold everything together, but he turned to crime to support the family, and he was convicted of one of the biggest crimes in the area, although not all the loose ends for this crime were tied up. Uh, But he's been in jail for 12 years, and he's let out on parole, and so Bobby is like, going to keep an eye on him because he doesn't trust him and he's mad at him for what he did. Um, but someone else is going to keep, is keeping an eye on both Bobby and his father, Patrick, um, from Patrick's old life pertaining to the crime that he was convicted of. Um, and it's very intense and gritty and I just loved it. There was a book before this called The Terror of Living that also featured Bobby, but you don't have to have read one uh, to understand this one, and I actually prefer this one. So it is Sometimes the Wolf by Urban Waite. And my next pick is The Girls of the Kingfisher Club by Genevieve Valentine, which is this really cool retelling of the Grimm Brothers fairy tale, The Twelve Dancing Princesses. It's set instead in the Roaring Twenties, and if you're not familiar with the story, it's about twelve sisters. Uh, their mother has died they're all very beautiful, and their father is doesn't want to let them out into the world. So he locks them in their room every night. And every morning when he unlocks the door, their shoes are all ruined. But they refuse to tell him, like, how their shoes were ruined. But what is actually happening is they're sneaking out. They're going dancing. So in this one, it's the Roaring Twenties. You know, they're flappers going out to all the clubs. They particularly enjoy the Kingfisher Club. Um, and it's sort of... Uh, after a while, their father is like, well, I'm going to find your husbands because, you know, you're up to no good and, you know, something needs to change. Um, and basically it's them trying to, you know, get free of their father. Uh, and it's really fun. Um, there was a, I think there was a fairy tale theater. Yes. A fairy tale theater episode of the uh, 12 Dancing Princesses with Leslie Ann Warren, who was also in that, like, really old Cinderella, uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein, I think. Yes, with Alan Quartermain from General Hospital. Once again, showing you how old I am. Um, so that is it for my picks with animals in the title. Today, for my dealer's choice, I just want to say, hey, how's it going? Everything is kind of like, right now in the world. So my suggestion is pick up a book that made you happy when you were little. Take some time. Read it. I think it'll make you feel better. That's all I have to say for Dealer's Choice. That's all I have to say for this week. Thank you for joining me again. And thank you to Paperback Classics. You can go to paperbackclassics.com and check out the 
best vintage pulp paperbacks on audio. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Tears of Price to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>